today, a special edition of Bob's World, the top stories of the day, and notes from New York, as that's where we are broadcasting from today. It's all coming up. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. This is a public service announcement test from TakeMeFishing.org to determine if you need a fishing license and boat registration before heading out on the water. Let us begin. Are you a bear? Do you have a beak? Do you have plumage? Please tell me you answered no, which means you need to get a fishing license and have your boat registered because it helps local conservation efforts protect the very natural resources you enjoy boating and fishing in for generations to come. Do your part at TakeMeFishing.org. This is Bob's World from Manhattan, Thursday, April 29th, 2021. Hello there. From somewhere on the, uh, it's on 91 North is where I am right now. And (laughs) it has been a long day. Um. Not, most of it not in the city itself, but I did have a chance to gauge how things have changed, some of which would be completely understandable. I use the Southeast uh, Metro North Station, which is in, it's legally in Brewster, New York. I believe Southeast may be a, technically its own community, but it's right next door. It's in Putnam County. And I noticed that the permit parking area, the people who would be regulars and who would have a parking permit to use the same spaces every day, well, that lot, that entire lot, and this is normally a busy Metro North station, as it is the start of the electrified section of of track going south down the Harlem line into New York City. Well, that lot was entirely empty. That lot was entirely empty. Now, what I went down to the city to do was, of course, to get my graduation picture taken. And uh, so that that will be developing. Pardon the pun. And so I went down there to do that, and I have that Berkeley College has that very streamlined, uh, it, it's almost as if it's a military organ, uh, uh, operation. They get you, they get you check in one spot on the first floor on 41st Street, East 41st Street in Manhattan, not just step, just steps from Grand Central Terminal. And then you, by the way, before that, you have to go and check in on an app. To, to tell them, you know, are you are you okay? <laughs> Should you be coming in here? And so I cleared that and 
showed them a screenshot of the screen that says you're okay to go in and what date and what time it is because they don't want you using something that uh, is from a, uh, a time that is or a date that's old. So you got to do that two hours before walking in the door and you check in with someone. And then they tell you what floor you're supposed to go in on. So I was sent to the eighth floor in the building. And from there, I checked in another place where they told me, okay, you can you can change here. I had a bag of, you know, you're not wearing your cap and gown walking down the street in New York. And I figured you'd understand that. So I went in. <laughs> Uh, I, I went into men's room to, to change and, and put the cap and gown on. And then after that, they tell you, okay, we're going to give you the time. And, and on this queue, you're going to go up to the seventh floor and actually have your picture taken. And all that is done in order to keep people apart from each other as an act of caution. And it makes perfect sense to do it that way. And now, I had planned to head down to uh, lower Manhattan and to ride on the subway to be able to give you a, a picture of how things are on the city's transit system as far as, you know, people. How busy is it? But I was not able to do that because I, I was called to a work call which I said, okay, if I can figure this out timing-wise, I can do this work call once I'm in my car again and I'm off the train and I'll come back up out of the city. Uh, so we had to cut the, the actual time of the city itself short. And so that, that was, I wanted to go over to Jersey City, take the path, go underneath, uh, take a look at all that stuff and find out how it has changed as far as people. But what I am able to tell from the very brief period of time that I was there, and that is in the immediate Grand Central Terminal area, it feels like it's coming back to a, a, a normal, you could say. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think you could say it's coming back to normal as far as uh, people being on trains and I noticed my train heading in was uh, rather crowded and my train headed out was rather crowded and neither of those trains were rush hour. Now, maybe that is set up so that some workplaces maybe are staggering their workday so that not everybody is punching out at four or five, like always would be the case, and then there'd be a mad crush to wherever people need to go. That may be part of it. And so maybe some people are checking out of their work if they do need to go to a brick-and-mortar office uh, and, and checking out earlier in order to beat the rush, and as a result of that, creating their own rush. That could be... That could be something to that. As far as the weather, I can't give you the regional rundown because I'm driving, but I can tell you that uh, the clock on 
my dash reads 708, and it is 61 degrees, and we have a drizzle as I'm traveling on Interstate 91 northbound, just uh, in the Hartford area. I think we'll call it the Hartford area. I've just gotten off the, it's the Merritt Parkway further west in Connecticut. It is the Wilbur Cross from some point halfway through there up to 91. And so I just got off of that. As I say, I want to plan things a little bit differently at, at the time uh, thing been been less constrained and the sudden call to work. But, you know, when work calls, you take it. And the ability to remote work means that I could remote work from my iPad to look at something on the other end from my central office in New Hampshire and from the parking lot of the train station. So I think technology is going places if that's what it means we're allowed to do. However, I think I will invest in a laptop for future things because it, it, it just seems to be more fitting. You know, it, the, the tablet is great for reading and it is great for uh, watching television if you're on the go, which I did not do. I was much more akin to looking out the window, as I always have been. One thing I noticed is that, uh, oh, and that was Bernie Wagonblast checking in. He's the, he's the, he's the voice, a former traffic reporter. If you heard that at all, I did. The, uh, he's a longtime New York area traffic reporter and he has recorded the directions that are in the Waze app on my phone. And of course I have it directed to, to take me back to our temporary field headquarters, which has been in St. Johnsbury so for so many years. It seems like a permanent headquarters, but I like to call it the temporary field headquarters because I know where I'm eventually going. Uh, it probably won't be next month uh, or even in the summer, but it will happen. So, uh, normally we run down a, a couple of major stories in the day, and uh, we won't be doing that. The big story today is that I went to New York, and you're hearing the, the, the beginning, and the This Day in History and a couple of tunes, which we put together a little bit earlier. So, that will be what is coming up next. As I leave you on this shorty from Interstate 91 near, looks like the airport, the, the Hartford Airport, Bradley Airport, excuse me. Uh, that, that is where we leave you today. And there's no script, it's just me chatting with you as I am driving the vehicle on 91 North. That's all for now. Again, we'll be back after this break for birthdays and this date in history and a couple of tunes and a, a story for last that was recorded earlier today. I think it's just vapor. Vaping is safer than smoking, isn't it? 
There's really not even that much nicotine in them, right? One vape pod has as much nicotine as one pack of cigarettes. My kid? My kid kid knows it's dangerous. 5.4 million American kids vape, and most think it's harmless. Get your head out of the cloud. Talk to your kid about vaping. Visit talkaboutvaping.org. That's talkaboutvaping.org. Brought to you by the American Lung Association and the Ad Council. 145 over 92. 180 over 111. I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest and then a stroke. Your blood pressure numbers could change your life. Lowering your high blood pressure could save you from a heart attack or stroke. If you've stopped your treatment plan, restart it or talk to your doctor about creating one that works better for you. Start taking the right steps at manageyourbp.org. Now I'm, you know, trying to get better, stronger than ever. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. I spend a lot of time in the garage, but even more time in the rain, sleet, and mud. In 95, I helped tow your moving trailer. In 05, I helped you get out of a ditch. Yeah, I know I'm a bit rusty, and sadly in 09, it was sparks from me, your handy chains, dragging behind your truck that accidentally started a wildfire. Sparks from dragging chains can start a wildfire. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. We're in Manhattan on this April the 29th, the 119th day of 2021, but we still have things to take care of, and we are able to pull them off through the cooperation of our friends down here. On this 119th day of 2021, 246 days left in the year, you know who you are who are helping us out today. Actor Keith Baxter is 88, conductor Zubin Mahata, 85, pop singer Bob Miranda of The Happenings is 79, the Oak Ridge Boys' Dwayne Allen is 78 today, singer Tommy James of Tommy James and the Chantelle, 74, Senator Debbie Stabenow of Michigan, 71. Movie director Philip Noyce, 71. And we're in Manhattan on the day that Jerry Seinfeld turned 67. There's just, you know, I, I, I think I saw Kramer walk by with a cup of coffee in his hand that it was jiggling in his hand because he's had too much. He's 67 years old today, Jerry Seinfeld is. Actor uh, Leslie Jordan, 66. Actress Katie Mulgrew, 66. Actor Daniel Day-Lewis, 64. Michelle Pfeiffer, 63. Actress Eve Plum, 63. Rock musician Phil King, 61. Country singer Stephanie Bentley, 58. Vincent Frantresca, 55. Paul Adelstein, 52. Actress Uma Thurman, 51, International Tennis Hall of Famer Andre Agassi, 51 years old. And singer Carney Wilson of Wilson Phillips is 53. Here is one of her big songs with that group. 
Hold on. On Bob's World, coming to you from New York today, this Thursday. I know this pain. Why do you lock yourself up in these chains? No one can change your life except for you. Don't
Nelson Phillips and Carney Wilson, who is 53 years old today, with Hold On, her big hit. On this date in 1798, Joseph Haydn's Oratio, The Creation, was rehearsed in Vienna, Austria, before an invited audience. 1916, the Easter Rising in Dublin collapsed as Irish nationalists surrendered to British authorities. In World War II, 1945 specifically, American soldiers liberated the Dachau concentration camp. Adolf Hitler married Eva Braun inside his Führerbunker and designated Admiral Carr Donuts president. 1946, 28 former Japanese officials went on trial in Tokyo as war criminals. Seven ended up being sentenced to death. In 57, the SM-1, the first military nuclear power plant, was dedicated at Fort Belvoir, Virginia. 1967, Aretha Franklin's cover of Otis Redding's Respect was released as a single by Atlantic Records, and here it is on this Thursday. Franklin's respect from 1967 and in 1961 ABC's Wide World of Sports premiered with Jim McKay. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sports. The thrill of victory the agony of defeat. 
the human drama of athletic competition. This is ABC's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Lincoln Mercury. Nobody has more kinds of cars for more kinds of people. See them at the sign of the cat. By Goodyear, makers of the custom steel guard radial tire. And by State Farm Mutual. Almost anywhere you live, there's a State Farm agent nearby. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And there it was, your intro from 1971, I believe this recording was from. In 1991, a cyclone began striking the South Asian community of ba- country of Bangladesh. It ended up killing more than 138,000 people, according to the U.S. National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. In 1992, a jury in Simi Valley, California, acquitted four Los Angeles police officers of almost all state charges in a videotaped beating of motorist Rodney King. If you were aware of anything at the time, you remember seeing the video. They played it a lot on television. The verdicts were followed by rioting in Los Angeles, and you no doubt remember that as well. That resulted in 55 deaths. 1997, Staff Sergeant Delmar Simpson, a drill instructor at Aberdeen Proving Ground in Maryland, was convicted of raping six female trainees. He was sentenced to 25 years behind bars and dishonorably discharged. A worldwide treaty also went into effect on this date in 1997 to ban chemical weapons. In 2000, tens of thousands of angry Cuban Americans marched peacefully through Miami's Little Havana, protesting the raid in which armed federal agents yanked six-year-old Elian Gonzalez from the home of relatives. 2008, Democratic presidential hopeful Barack Obama denounced his former pastor, the Reverend Jeremiah Wright, for what he termed divisive and destructive remarks on race. 2010, Louisiana's Governor Bobby Jindal declared a state of emergency in the face of the worsening oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico, which we mentioned last week on this date in history. The U.S. Navy officially ended a ban on women serving on submarines, saying the first women would be reporting for duty in 2012. And a knife-wielding man on the state in 2010 slashed 29 children and three teachers at a school in eastern China. The assailant was executed a month later. And the NCAA's Board of Directors approved a 68-team format for the men's basketball tournament beginning the next season. Mike Hogan. Of the Cranberries is 48 today. Once the song opens up, it will be familiar. They cut this part off on most radio stations. This is Linger.
the Cranberries and Linger from Bob's World on this Thursday, a rather special edition. Some of these segments have been uh, pre-recorded, uh, you know, in the New York area and, and uh, perhaps the beginning of it. Yeah, the beginning of it, the open, was recorded a couple days ahead in Vermont. <laughs> and now some final thoughts on the ground in Manhattan. That's Bob's World on this Thursday. We'll be back at it again tomorrow. I'm Bob Welch. Good luck and be well.